Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Up to 90, the podcast where we discuss anything and everything 90s. This week, we discuss Boris Yeltsin and Mary Robinson. Oh, two faves. How are you, Emma? I'm good, yeah. I'm grand. I have the laptop with me today, as you yeah. can see. You're all business. Oh, the printer just wouldn't fucking work, would it? I it's, hate uh, that. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just, I just feel like sometimes when I go to use it, I have to like kind of warm it up for half an oh. hour chatting to it or something. Or yeah. it just, what is the story of printers? That's I not a Jerry a Seinfeld a thing. Time. What's the deal with But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know I was wondering why you were competitively vaping outside the door. <laughs> up to 90, up to 90, up to 90 with Emma and Julie. Oh, yeah. Okay, Boris, if I said Boris Yeltsin, what would you initially think? First thing that comes to mind when you say that to me is birthmark did he have a birthmark no is that not Gorbachev you're thinking of then I'm thinking of Gorbachev okay so that's why Emma's discussing um, Mary Robinson so (laughs) I'll tell you a little bit about Boris Yeltsin okay come here and sit on my knee okay and while I brush your hair okay Okay. so Boris Yeltsin was originally team Gorbachev of the birthmarks um, i.e. member of the Communist Party and he resigned he was actually the first um, to resign from the Baladolia which is like the Russian doll in 87. So he's the first ever communist uh, politician to resign, which kind of marked him as a bit of a rebel, a bit of a James Dean of Russian politics and kind of marked himself as a bit anti-establishment. Then in 1990, he was the first leader to be erected by popular vote in 91. Uh, No, 90. Going back. Okay, so first leader to be elected by popular vote in Russia. And then he assumed the newly created post of president of the Russian Soviet Federative Socialist Republic. It's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Well, you're impressed with me, aren't you? I am, yeah. I remember we had a jigsaw at home that had... It was was the countries and it had the old name. Still knocking around my man's gaff. It wasn't just Russia back in the day. Okay, so basically he was kind of like, um, so he kind of like captained, I suppose, um, the shift from socialist economy to capitalist. And it happened very quickly in Russia. So it led to like a lot of jobs for the boys. He was very bad for that. Something, of course, we wouldn't be familiar with in Ireland at all. Loads of corruption, inflation and economic collapse. Now, I'm no economist, but it's not good, is it? 
It's not no. looking good. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. Um, but I mean, I suppose with Boris, he actually, actually, he it was funny because you know the way Boris, it was always a case of expecting the unexpected. So I don't know if you remember this, but he came in 1994. He came to Ireland for a visit, and what mm-hmm. happened was, so he he had been in Berlin a month previous, and he made an absolute show of himself. So he's stumbling, <laughs> stumbling, was locked, was he? absolutely langered. Uh, so oh, he's stumbling, he? stumbling around. He got a bat on. Never give a drunk man a bat on. Stumbling around clownishly uh, conducting an orchestra, as you do. Like, we've all been there. Oh, um, yeah. Then he, of course, joined the young women for an old dance on stage. All that kind of crack. Yeah, it was it was pretty, you know, uncle at a wedding stuff. I was just going to say, I think we're related. And yeah. then Albert. Do you remember Albert? A country western Taoiseach. His accent, yes, it's flat. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, Albert was there, of course, to meet him when he arrived in Shannon. So massive he came to ears. Ireland. Massive ears. Well, you know what they say about massive ears. What do they say? Good listener. Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no massive Scientifically ears. proven. But yeah, anyway, so he was due in Ireland for a visit and they knew, so the Irish delegation knew something was up because they had been circling Shannon for an hour and a half and this plane was not landing. Right. So then eventually it landed and Albert's there waiting and actually if you see the pictures, it is so gas. So Kathleen Reynolds' missus has the flowers ready to present to what Mrs. What type Yeltsin. of flowers? Just, I mean, I'd say... From the guard, Pretty, I'd say, you know, on the way to Shannon, they said, fuck, better get some flowers. <laughs> Stopped off in... I mean, I don't know what was previous to Barack Obama Plaza, but yes, yeah, yeah. so petrol station on the way. Um, But yes, yeah, so Kathleen and Albert are waiting, everyone else, and then they land, eventually land, and then they're waiting there for like 20 minutes, and eventually an air hostess emerges, and then they get the vibe. They, they, they realize, okay, there will be no Boris today, and they're told that he's asleep. Hammered. Yeah, he was absolutely hammered. Yeah, yeah, he was totally hammered. Actually, it's funny because I know um, when I was younger, my auntie had a joke. You know, if somebody was plastered, they were circling over Shannon. Ah, uh, nice. I know, it's not such a drop the mic moment. I didn't auntie. know any of this about him. Yeah, yeah, pretty interesting. Also, he was at... Actually, it was funny, though, because with Shannon, I have something funny here. So, basically, they they were told he was asleep. Obviously, everyone knew what was up because Albert in his autobiography was like, clearly, people could read, you know, read between the lines. Obviously, people weren't stupid. But this then, was Ireland to be, like, invented all things that we knew yeah we know yeah we know somebody who's you know got locked yeah who's locked we know people and saying they're asleep we've all been to Temple Bar you know what I mean Um, but yeah so then it was funny because um, he then later on he talked about how uh, he was saying, no, 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 I was just, I was fine. I was just asleep. And he said, the people who were supposed to wake me up didn't come in uh, to wake me up. From so, like, where? They didn't come in. Well, as in like, so he was sleeping on the plane. Mm. So what he said was, he said, I just overslept. Security services did not let people, the people in who were due to wake me. Of course, I will sort things out and punish them. So like real echoes of Stalin. So like, but like a teenager. Like, why didn't you wake me? I know, I know. Yeah, why didn't you wake me? But actually what's gas about that is, well, relatively gas. I mean, I don't know, is it, you know, gas enough to talk about a, on a body comedy <laughs> podcast? But let's do I it, Emma. We've committed. turning into your catchphrase. But he, but anyway, so there, the gas thing about that statement was there were such parallels with Stalin. Because I don't, don't know if you remember, but Stalin died, I think it was 53, 54. But he died in his, uh, he actually had a seizure in his 
sleep. And there were doctors on standby outside the room who could mm. have saved him, but they were too scared to go in and wake him up because they knew what the consequences would be. Like he'd be sent off to Gulag in Siberia if he woke him up when he didn't want to be woken up. So it was gas that he came out with that statement because it had serious Stalinist echoes, obviously. Um, so then, actually, yes. Yeah, so for his last few years, obviously, was set in stone. He was really, like, ruthless when it came to, like, his dealings in the Kremlin, running a state where basically, you know, obviously people had, there was no regard for, like, personal freedom and all the rest. Um, sold off all the oil and gas reserves, invaded Chechnya, which is never a good move in 94. Totally yeah. decimated the place. Not cool. Not cool, Boris, at all. Um, but I mean, I think it was the main. How did they get into the Eurovision Song Contest, Julie? After That's all the big that, question. Do you know what I mean? I That's know. what we're all thinking. I know, I know. But the Eurovision Song Contest has gone to shit. Hasn't it? We've stopped winging then. So, I mean, yeah. but there's too many now. But like, so he was known for slurry speeches, falling off bridges. We've all been there, invading Chechnya, you know, like the usual drunken behaviour. And obviously when he left, he was widely unpopular. Hilariously, he told, there's this really funny clip where he's at some kind of function with mm. Pope John Paul II and he tells him to sit yeah. down. It's like, case of sit down, bitch, be humble. You know, that kind of thing. He's like... No way. <laughs> so John Paul's wrapping up. I don't know how you, you wrap up when you're a Hope, but I presume some kind of a you know Hail Mary or Our Father or something. Something and one Boris of the classics. Was like, you know, it was the cl- it was the thing with Boris where he was like, okay, no, sorry, this party ain't over until Boris Yeltsin sings. So he was like, sorry, John Paul JP, but no. we're not done here. It's gas clip actually on YouTube, relatively gas. Um, and then oh, actually hilariously as well when he was visiting Bill Clinton in '95. Oh yeah, Bill. he was found in somewhere in Washington, basically in his underpants. Because this one who wrote a series, she actually conducted a series of interviews with Bill Clinton. I'll get her name in a minute. But she Taylor Branks, but Taylor Branch, but she was talking about how Yeltsin was found on Pennsylvania Avenue, drunk in his underwear trying to hail a taxi to find a pizza. I know We've why. We've all been there. I know why you chose him now because he is totally your type. Oh my God, 100%. Isn't he? Now, I'm not just saying this um, to boost that the ratings, but type. I do think looking at younger photos of Boris when I was researching this topic for this mm. evening, I thought he was a bit of a cutester and you know the way I love like raving alcoholic tick. Yes. That's all I want to know. Major issues. Well, I mean, it's Found kind of hand to wear. Yeah, yeah. Liability. I'm like, just gets unreliable. Me the oh, God. I hate when you can rely on them. There's nothing yeah. worse than when they say, I'll pick the kids up. And they actually do. I'm like, boring. You know, that's not the life I signed up for. <laughs> no. I like the no. thing of, you know, we're at the kids christening. Will he turn up? Won't he turn up? Yeah. Or you're the Who type. Who am I to ask? You like getting going out for like an anniversary meal and him just flipping the lid in the restaurant. Yeah. And you just. <laughs> oh, I the love silence. That. You like silent crying in public. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Yeah. yeah. Don't touch me. Yeah, the, that yeah. girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then you go home and you have the best sex you've ever had in your life for some reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's it with Paris. But so I suppose like a couple of funny quotes. Well, I suppose the thing is, I suppose it's more recent. Like I suppose in legacy terms, yeah. though, his final gift to the world was to nominate uh, obviously Putin to be his successor so we all know how that turned out mm, What year was that? Uh, that was what, 99 Okay. He resigned. There was all these rumours going around when he was in power that he did have, there was a guy actually Canadian neuro, neurosurgeon claimed to have gone over and treated him 
in the mid 90s for a neurological problem. And he said that that would have really affected his balance and would have given him actually the appearance of being drunk. Right. And then also uh, it was kind of I mean, it's kind of accepted now as well that he was under really like really, really he was heavily drugged by like Kremlin doctors. He was on this serious medication for all these heart problems right, and like okay. neurological stuff that was going on. And they, essentially like it just made him allergic to alcohol. So even like what, because there was this story as well where he was at, um, again, some diplomatic function, made a total show of himself and was like carousing and all the rest with like, you know, other leaders, wives and all this kind of thing yeah. at the function, sitting on people's knees. And he'd only had yeah. one, spa- one, one sparkling wine. But you see, he was obviously on this medication. This but then was he know, on this medication? Because I'm do you know so what, sick now? of men in my life telling me I was mm. on medication. I think I'm allergic to now? my medication. This is Kerry Catone on the morning but do you know what I mean doing <laughs> great this is <laughs> I'm fit up Schofield I'm sorry I just wanted to smack him and he's like, are you alright you seem unwell like fuck off Philip don't you just want to give him a slap? How dare you? No. Poor Carrie. They should Why would honestly. You ever slap and finding concern for about, well, I hope you're all right. <laughs> I'm, I, Philip, take take care of yourself. And Carrie. <laughs> I'm at a good to some woman. It cuts to some woman who's in a relationship with a Mark. ghost or something. I know, exactly. Um, okay, so and the last thing I just want to leave with this. Uh, yeah. So he's a couple of quotes from "Freedom is like that; it's like air. When you have it, you don't notice it." I think it's kind of kind of a nice quote. A bit ironic coming from you know uh, the type of leader he was. But mm. also, actually, thought this was quite sad because when he left, he was obviously hugely unpopular because of things that had gone on, yeah. and basically, you know, kind of fucking up the whole like new democracy like new free economy all this kind of crack nominating Putin and all the rest even though he hadn't you know kind of I suppose proved himself to be kind of the baddie that he did but uh, in his final speech he said I am leaving I did all I could it's kind of I I think it's kind of you know it's admitting that he kind of has fucked up a bit I think yeah there's some level of awareness there I think I think that's just a kind of a a politician quote that's so? been like okay, Bert, yeah, sure, maybe. what was Bertie's Oh, is he running for president did I see that a lot somewhere done more to do I mean it's just okay it's, it's an just, empty am I just yeah. gullible yeah okay fair enough uh, okay we're going to now pass the bat on Boris Yeltsin style Reaching as I over, over <laughs> and clownishly pass the bat on by the way I shouldn't I just want to say I shouldn't vilify um, Putin because I know there's a lot of Putin fans out there um, oh, so yeah. look, he's my top played, one of my top played on Spotify. Is yeah, me too. Hashtag. Oh, that picture of him on a horse, Alpha. <laughs> okay, Emma, go. You're not even joking, right? Next up, we've got Mary Mac. No, no, you're not. You said this last week to me, and I was like, does she Sorry. know Mary Robinson? <laughs> Listen to this go. now. Listen to this. I want you to hear this, okay, Mary. Teresa, mm-hmm. okay, Winifred, mm-hmm. Robinson. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that, Winifred? I can like Winnie. I think Winnie's a cool name. Well, I just thought it was mad when I saw it. But um, seventh president of Ireland. We've only had a few, like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Wonderful. And obviously, first female to hold the office. Mm-hmm. Mary MacLeese was not the first. You probably remember. Actually, she finished her her. Presidency early. Do you remember that? She Mary finished. Robinson. Yeah. Oh, because she got the job. 
Yeah, United Nations High Commissioner she for Human promoted. Rights. She got promoted big Fair style. Enough. Yeah, so she left a little bit early. But she was known uh, as an academic barrister and campaigner. So actually, I wanted you could to tell be you. called worst. I know. Actually, I want to tell you something that I thought was uh, very interesting. Her first television uh, appearance after she was in the Aris. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it was? Um, I don't. I don't have a clue. It was Den? No. Yeah, that I was think her. I have a vague memory of yeah. her on with Dustin. Yeah. So I remember her being on the Den, but that was her first. Um, Television appearance. Some of the things that she did before she became president, yeah. but it will become, it'll make sense later. She sure it'll all come together. Was yeah. <laughs> legal advisor for the campaign for homosexual law reform ah. with Trinity was, was, College. Only, wasn't homosexuality only decriminalised in like, was it the late 80s? No, well, she actually brought it in, you see. Oh, yeah. So she worked on it um, originally with... David Norris. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the person who replaced her, this is why I get confused, the person who replaced her then working with David was Mary McLeese. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, on, hot on her heels. Yeah. And her husband, do you remember her husband? But I, I, well, Mary McLeese's husband just won't go away, but I can't. But who was Mary Robinson's husband? Dick. Okay. Dick, Dick Robinson. Robinson. Oh my yeah. god, that's so And actually, name, do you remember at the Dick time Robinson. there was a big there was a big joke about like, oh, who's gonna wash his who's gonna wash his knickers now? Yeah, I actually remember all that real misogynistic kind of. Wasn't joking. there loads yeah, of yeah. that? There's a lot of that. Like, that's, who's gonna make the dinner? Yeah, look at him, the feckin' Egypt. But um, when they got married, her family totally boohooed it because he was a prod. Yeah. Oh, you knew it, didn't you? Dick Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> but the thing is that in her own family, she had like a grandmother who was Church of Ireland. You know, like there was a bit of a mix yeah, there listen, already, all, but they didn't. So there, we there was all a bit of that granny that we like to forget about. I know. So there was a bit of distance there from her family for a oh, while. Yeah. yeah. But I suppose what a lot of people would remember about it is that she met a lot of people who... Irish leaders hadn't been meeting before. Mm-hmm. She met Jerry Adams. Okay, so, so that was really a big, kind of that, big yeah, yeah. like that Jerry was Adams still was like there was no peace, toxic, and not in a Britney Spears yeah. kind of way. There was no Good Friday Agreement then or anything like that. So you just did not engage with like the North yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she met Jerry Adams, but she also that was met huge. Yeah, she also met David Trimble, and she organised a whole um, visit with the Queen in England. So that had never happened before. Oh, wow. So she went over to the royals. Did they come here? No, maybe that was later. But a lot of, you know, people weren't uh, happy about that. Mm-hmm. In 1998, now she wasn't, she wasn't uh, an Irish at this time, but she went to Tibet. She was the first High Commissioner for Human Rights to make oh, the wow. trip in 1998. So in fairness to her, like she does really practice what she preaches. Actually, yeah, I'll tell you the bills now here. Just, I think this is good. Um, a bill for fully liberalise the law on the availability of contraceptives and decriminalising homosexuality. Yeah, so she did that. So basically, before, you know the way it was so complicated to get contraception? Mm. 
Yeah. You had to. Where are you off to? I'm just, I'm just, sorry, guys. I'm just changing my position. Is that what happens when I mention contraception? You have I to just stand up and make sure you're coiled. legs. I just suddenly thought, Jesus, my diaphragm in. So, check. before, you know, the way you couldn't, you couldn't get it in what Ireland. I mean, obviously, I'd heard, I mean, I wasn't, you know. Yeah, you couldn't get it in Ireland. I know it's controversial, but I'm really for all those things. Yeah, and then. I just want to take a stand here. Don't, if you don't mean it, you don't have to say No, I just, that. look, I know how you feel about these things, but I do think people should have access to contraception. Do you? Yeah, yeah, and I, I don't know. think sexuality should be criminalised. I provide for a fully equal age of consent. Ooh, okay, good. See, that wasn't... Why? What hom- was the story? About? <gasps> yes, because it's higher for homosexuality, yeah. isn't it? Mm, yeah. What was it under? I think it was like 21 or something. Something ridiculous, yeah. So, so um, a lot of people didn't think she was going to even win. That was a big kind of thing. She was the first woman candidate. Who was she up against, I wonder? I'll tell you now who she Do was you know, up against. I remember at the time, I just remember, now maybe it's a reading in the years moment. You know how the reading in, reading in the years has really messed with our memories? Yes. So you're like, Did I, do I remember that? Or am well, I just, see, did I just watch a- now reading in the years? She defeated <laughs> Fianna Falls' Brian Lenahan. Oh, okay. And Fianna Gael's Austin Curry. Well, I mean, that's fairly good going because Lennon would have had a massive following. Yes. So I think basically what happened was that they didn't have, basically Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael didn't have their shit together in mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. And so she was independent Mary candidate up the rear. for Labour. And originally she was, con- she was contacted by the Labour Party and she thought it was to do with advice for Dick Spring or something. She didn't know that they were actually approaching her for Dick her. Spring. Can I we know. just take a minute? Those shoulders. I'm dicks, sorry. Dicks to the left and those right of her. Those shoulders. She like, couldn't move they for Dicks. They belong in Oris on Uchtron, those shoulders. I Dick know. Spring Road. I can't believe he's... Where, what's he doing now? I don't know. Um, I did ask... I did. Well, I was actually quizzing um, Ronan Grace, that oh, yeah. comedian about Dick Spring... The last week when we were doing the And what did he tell you? Well, I think he got concerned because I did have Ronan pinned, pinned against a wall and was like, where does he live? <laughs> You're so burning just, him with cigarette too, and stuff. I need to be more chill. Yeah, our yeah. passion for Dick. We yeah. love Dick Spring, don't we, Emma? We do. We love Dick Spring, yeah. So this is something else you like. An outspoken critic of the Catholic Church te- teachings. She gave an acceptance speech in 1969 for a law review position in which she advocated removing the prohibition of divorce. So back in the fucking 60s, oh, Mary wow. was, was trying to get the divorce going on. Like she was, I'm sorry, she was so cool. She, I always said even before now, I knew of all this extra stuff um, yeah. that you're after kind of informing me about tonight. But you see, like, I always said she was my favourite Mary. Yeah. Favourite president, president Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, no, she She's really. amazing. Yeah, and she received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from Obac- o- Barack Obama, Obac- Barama. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama. And that's like the highest award you can get. Wow. When did she get that? She got that in the 2009. You see that, like, and you see that just goes to show. Yeah, so like, it's basically, it's the highest civil award given by the United States. Oh, wow. So it's not, it's not no like, you know, Pantel Awards back in school when you were doing the art competition. Did mm, you do that? No, I don't think so. 
It did you not? Harsh. Maybe I did. I can't remember. Pantel Awards. I've just had so many accolades since then. It's yeah. It's hard to remember those ones. But you yeah. know what? Do you, I mm. think we actually, based on what you've given us now tonight, Emma, I think we need to be making a bigger deal out of Mary. I know. She went to the Vatican as well. And the Irish Times said her dress code was uh, a bit poo-poo. They didn't like it at all. Yeah, but that's why it's a red top pat tabloid. And uh, a Catholic bishop who they've distanced themselves from now, Father O'Hanlon. He was like, basically said, what was she doing rocking up to the Vatican looking like now, that? Now, was she wearing and a black top and a mini skirt? Yeah, she okay. was, Julie. But, but give it them was all sunny. they want. That's what I there was There was a bit told. of sun that day. She was like, do you know what? Like, she's fairly pasty. I'd say she burnt that's a bit. So that reminds me of Louise O'Neill. Do you remember last year? And she was being interviewed about her book, um... Her amazing book, what was it called? Uh, asking for it, and she's been interviewed by Asking for it, which is essentially about like a a a, a, a gang rape. Oh, and okay. she and actually, I won't name the paper, but they commented in the interview. How bizarre is this? A really reputable Irish newspaper commented on the fact that she arrived wearing um, a sleeveless top or a shoulderless top or something. And they said it's a bit of an odd outfit choice given the subject matter of the book. Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, so we'll put that in the box of Bishop O'Hanlon saying, you know, Mary was inappropriately dressed for the Vatican. Um, yeah, but even like Brian Lenehan himself, before he died, Leno. he said she was a better president than uh, I ever could have been. She took an office that had a reputation as being a little more than a retirement position for politicians mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and breathe new life into the role. So, she, yes, she was the first Irish president. I can't even say the word. Why did I pick this? President. I did think when you said talk about presidents and you, you're, you're like, I know. I know. School's coming back to me now. Um, Yes, she was the first one, I'm not going to say the word, to visit the UK and meet the Queen at Buckingham Palace. Um, And she, Prince William came over, that's who came over to the Orse. So like she was out meeting people left, right and centre from all sides of everywhere. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And yes, she was the only head of state to meet the Dalai Lama as well. On I've European the Dalai Lama since I discovered did you see about well, that sex is, cult yeah, well, this is back in the day when he was your man running the sex yeah, cult well, this is back in the day when he was still grand so yeah I mean in fairness to her she really went out for leather on the gig do you know what I mean she wasn't just taking the she piss. was always my favourite Mary and now I know I was right yeah she basically just went into that job and she's like you know what I'm going to meet everyone and that's the way we should all live our and lives. And she was like, Bono, would you fucking back off? I've shit to do. I do you know imagine. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have actual yeah, real yeah, shit yeah, to do, yeah. Bono. And her big thing was uh, during her campaign was this whole thing about putting the light in what, the window. What was that about? She puts a candle in the window mm-hmm. and it's to, it's a welcome to everybody. So she really wanted to like tackle homelessness and, you know, people that had been forgotten about the and everything. Is a bit annoying, wasn't it? The that candle, what? When it was just she milked it. That's the only thing I'll say. That could have mm. been wrapped up in two sentences. And it was just like, here she is with the fucking candle thing again. Do you know what I mean? It was just like, just. But then Elton John kind of built a career off a candle in the wind. Yeah, but that was a song. And <laughs> <laughs> she just had the candle. 
Okay, so she didn't have a song. If she'd had a song as well, it would have been grand. The candle on the window. <laughs> What's the tune to "Candle in the Window" again? Seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the window. Right. That's a wrap, guys. Thanks That's so much for listening. Twitter is up to ninety podcast. Insta is up to ninety podcast. But guys, thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.